Well, we are to fear God, and we are to flee to God. And while those two things, fearing God and fleeing to him, may sound oddly contradictory, they're not. In 2008, Pastor John preached on Psalm 103, a psalm with some pretty amazing statements about God's love to those who fear him. Verse 11 says, For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. And in verse 13, it says, As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. And in verse 17, it says, The steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. God's covenant love is for those who fear him. And the following sermon clip comes from Michael, who lives in the beautiful city of San Diego. Here's John Piper expounding Psalm 103. The only people that will eternally experience the love of God as the love of God are people who fear the Lord. Is that a separate and distinct requirement over against keeping covenant with Christ by trusting his new covenant provisions? I don't think so. Here's what I think fearing God means today. I think fearing God means that God is, in your mind and heart, so powerful and so holy and so awesome that you would not dare to run away from him but only run to him. In other words, fearing God is not another requirement. It's the way you do covenant keeping. It's the way you receive Jesus. It's the way you come to Jesus. You come reverently. You come humbly. You come without any presumption that you deserve anything or he owes you anything. You come trembling or as we saw in Psalm 51, you come with a heart that is broken and contrite. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Tremble if you ever feel any inclination to leave this God. There is only destruction away from him. Oh, how we should fear to leave the Lord tremble in his presence that he would so graciously receive us, forgive all of our sins and make an everlasting future. And so many people do not fear their carnal departures. They don't tremble. So my answer to how these two requirements, the covenant keeping one where you fly to Jesus for his blood and righteousness and hold fast to him as your only hope. And the first one fearing this is just the way you fly. Your faith in this Christ and your flying to him desperate and fearful that you would turn to any other resource must be real. Can't play games. And the Bible is so 
amply plain that if you have come to him as savior, if you have come to him as king, if you have come to him as treasure, if you have flown to him with trembling that you could go any other place, it's going to change your life. Period. It's going to change your life. It cannot not change you if it's real. So we've been together long enough, although there are a lot of guests. You know I don't believe in Christian perfection. It ain't going to happen in this age. Not a single person will live a single day perfectly. Okay? Just get that away. However, you cannot make sense out of the Bible if you don't say obedience to the commandments as a trajectory of life, repenting of failures, confessing sins, and getting back on has got to happen. In other words, the central requirement covenant keeping through faith in Jesus has got to be real and obedience is the evidence that it's real. It's the sign that it's real. It's the mark that it's real. It's the fruit that says the tree's real. Dads, we would lay our lives down, wouldn't we, for that to happen in our children? Because if it doesn't happen, they will cease to experience the love of God when they die. And they will experience only wrath from then on. It's called hell. And they will cease to experience the righteousness of God as maintaining some kind of order and justice in the world. And they will experience the righteousness of God only as condemnation from the holy judge forever if our children do not experience covenant-keeping, fearing God, and the evidence of obedience. That's why we have families. That's why fathers exist to do the impossible and to bring our children to that place to do the impossible yeah that is the true burden of fatherhood of of bringing into this world eternal beings who must know and understand the wrath of god and flee from it in christ the sobering call for dads and for moms fearing god and fleeing to god in christ this clip came in from Michael in San Diego. Thank you very much, Michael. All of our clips are now crowdsourced. You tell us what bits of Piper Sermons changed your life, and we share that clip with the APJ audience. If you have one, email it to me. Give me your name, hometown, the sermon title, the timestamp of when the clip happens in the audio, and tell me how it impacted you. Put the word clip in the subject line of an email and send it to me at askpastorjohn at desiringgod.org. That's an email address, askpastorjohn at desiringgod.org. Well, thanks to the smartphone, online dating is now the most common way couples meet. Not through friends, not at school, not in church. The vast majority of couples now meet online through apps. Finding a new date has never been easier. You just swipe to the right. And that ease is posing a new problem for serial daters. We'll find out what that is next time. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. 
We are rejoined in studio with Pastor John when he returns with us on Friday. We'll see you then.